Hello and welcome to True Free Audio, episode number 12, August 3rd, 'll this week on true free audio there's not a whole lot of news out there and only two stories usually I have to weed through a bunch but this week there's not that much uh, this week's featured artist is beyond or is euphemism with the album beyond and I'll also be going over the creativecommons.org site because it is kind of a centralized hub for Creative Commons music. You can get a lot of links there and whatnot. I'm there, for example. But first, the news. Our first story this week comes from CNN, the Money Watch on CNN. And it's about Amazon slowly, slowly taking up Slack in pursuit of Apple for internet-based downloads for music. Now, as you're probably aware, Amazon is a fairly recent addition to the internet music deal. I think they've only been selling it for a few months, maybe a year now, I don't remember, but not that long. Amazon has maybe a sixth what maybe it not even that less than a, less than a third of the music that iTunes has but they do offer it a little bit cheaper mind you just as a background most almost well every song on iTunes is a flat rate of 99 cents unless it's that free song of the week deal and your albums are consistently at 19 or not $19 at the $15 or whatever you pay for them 9.99 depends on the album now amazon on the other hand has very flexible pricing while nothing they have really goes over 99 cents they do have songs that go down to 89 cents which is an impressive impressive change there I mean, you save 10 cents on a song, it may not seem like a lot, but when you buy 40, 50 songs, that tends to add up. They also have some really cheap albums, like albums for basically $2. I mean, you can't beat some of the stuff they have there for free-wise, or near-free-wise. But again, their user interface, from what I've seen, though I do not buy music from Amazon. I do not have an account with them. But from what I've seen, it's just a web-based interface. There's not a whole lot of Ajaxy goodness or a standalone app a la iTunes. However, Amazon, the, the crux 
of this article, if you will, is Amazon's future with different distributors like MySpace. Because Amazon is, quote-unquote, signing a deal with MySpace, it's unconfirmed. Amazon could be looking at getting a lot more eyes in front of their service. And really, if you only get a thousand people, that's a really low estimate. If you only, say, get 10,000 people downloading your songs, or even a hundred thousand people downloading your songs, or even looking at your site, you're not going to get nearly as many as if you had, say, two, three million people looking at your, that had access to it and knew about it. Even if you only get 50% of that two, three million, that's still already more than the 100,000 you already had guaranteed buying. So you're looking at a site that, you're looking at MySpace, which has millions and millions, I think like eight, maybe 10 million, 10, 11 million uniques or something like that not all of those are active mind you but let's say even 10% are act we're not 10% let's say 4 million are active in the music deal on MySpace that's a fair estimate and let's say that 4 million clicks through and they go to Amazon well Instead of, say, having the millions of people that go through iTunes and have viable music right there in front of them, they're now on their quote-unquote favorite social site, and they're now downloading music via Amazon. It's not going to make a huge swing, but it will aid them. I mean, they're not probably not going to get to, to iTunes' level of ubiquity anytime soon, but they could get close. What I mean by close is maybe a good 45, maybe 30% market share at the most. I mean, in comparison with iTunes, which almost has it locked down in terms of for your iPod, for the iPod, which is an also almost locked down MP3 player. I mean, you look at the Zune, which is trying to make it come up come back after its horrible development in the first Zune. Now the second one that's come out is a little bit better. And you look at other things like Creative and uh, SanDisk and Rio and some of the other low-cost alternatives, just pure MP3 players or WMA players, and you really don't have a lot of competition. You have a lot of competition, but you don't really have anything that's quite standing out there as the next iPod. In fact, the only thing that has beaten the original classic iPod is another iPod. The iPod Touch is making a comeback, and the iPhone's doing that as well, just replacing the iPod with a different yet similar item. So in that sense, I mean, nothing's really going to be changing in the next year. But it is Amazon, and they have a deep-rooted following. I mean, you look at anyone that 
consistently buys through Amazon, and they come back a lot. I mean, when Amazon makes it easy to buy toilet paper from them that automatically buys it every, let's say, two months, so when you run out, there's a new one waiting for you, or one that's been ordered and it's on its way, and you're running low, you don't have to worry about it, or milk that can be sent, food products can be sent. I mean, it's ridiculous what you can do, what you can automate, really, through Amazon services. And for the most part, it works pretty well. I mean, they do a good job of it. And, I mean, Amazon, really, when you think of Amazon, you're not thinking of just big music retails. You're probably thinking of consumer goods, things like books. Uh, you can buy just about anything, really, on Amazon. Digital cameras, MP3 players, computers, um, toilet paper, uh, rope, I'm sure. Just really random things that you can buy through Amazon, not just music. And so through that sense, I mean, you go to Amazon, you buy, let's say, a song. There. Let's say you buy 10, 20 songs through Amazon. You get used to their service and you kind of like it, but then one day you're like, you know what, I could really use some Christmas lights. We don't have any Christmas lights, or the kind we have burned out and the cable is bad or something like that. And we want to get some really cool LED Christmas lights. Well, of course they look through and they're like, and the common thought process would probably be, hmm, where can I get Christmas lights? I can go to insert name of generic store down the road, or I can stay at home and look on the internet. Now, what are these places that I know that sell things? Hmm, let's check Amazon. I buy stuff from Amazon. Let's check there. And so they do. And lo and behold, because they were introduced through the music service, they go off and buy some LED Christmas lights. Now, it can also work the other way around and net Amazon some buy-ins for the digital music, which is how this thing got started, mind you. I mean, they did promote it a little bit, but it wasn't quite, you know, out there and in your face, like Zune was whenever they launched their card deal, where they had unlimited downloads and subscription fees and that kind of deal. But probably the first few customers that came through for music were dedicated Amazon followers that had bought everything from their toilet paper to the latest release of their favorite novels. So, Amazon is kind of like, in essence, it did, the Amazon Music Store is comparable to Mac computers now that the iPod has become popular. You know, because the iPod is so popular, people view Apple a little bit better, and they're like, oh, I own an iPod. Yeah, the same people make this computer. It must be pretty good. So they go off and buy a MacBook or an iMac or something else because they have a good end user experience with their iPod. And so through those means, they sell more of everything. I mean, when you start pumping up one aspect of your company... 
people that are following that aspect only for a while will start to trickle down through into the other aspects. So because Apple has a huge iPod and music share, people are slowly trickling down into the, the Macintoshes and other aspects of Apple, some of their software and whatnot, and it's rising up slowly. I mean, they're still not like number, th they're still number two, but it's a wide margin. You're looking at like 90% to 9%. So, yeah, it's really not quite an even distribution, but you're looking at a come up. Now, when you also look at some of the other aspects for the Amazon Music Store, i.e. it's DRM-free stuff, you start to wonder why people aren't going there more often. And in a way, they still they are. It's a slowly rising and growing deal. But, I guess the main problem that would be presented there is that Amazon really isn't a default. I mean, when you hook up your iPod, it doesn't link to the Amazon Music Store. It links to iTunes. When you hook up a Zune, it doesn't link to Amazon. It links to Zune Network. When you hook up a SanDisk player, it doesn't link to anything, really. I mean, you can put anything you want with an with a drag-and-drop application, really. But in essence, there's not really a whole lot to do there. The now, if Amazon, let's say, let's think for a moment, let's hypothesize, really, that Android, the phone that Google's going to be launching, has music playback functionality. Let's just say that it does. Because it probably inevitably will. Some kind of playback functionality. And let's say that Amazon develops something that'll go to that the Android and it'll make it so that whenever you want to download music you go to Amazon. Probably not by default because Google probably wouldn't sign a deal with anyone over that. They're, it's an open source phone. So let's say you go to Amazon on the, on the Android. Now the Android's not going to be as popular as, say, the iPhone, but you could see that. And another another thing that's quite common is, let's say, the Last FM application that's on the iPhone. Because that you can get any, basically any song that's popular at the time, and even some songs that are pretty independent through Last.fm, you can listen on that, and you don't need to download songs. Last.fm song, let's say the Last.fm didn't link to iTunes, let's say it linked to the Amazon Music Store. Now, while that'd be a pretty big thing to uncover and work out, I'm sure it's possible. I mean, as of right now, it does link to the iTunes store. But let's say, hypothetically, it linked to the Amazon store or another application linked to the Amazon store directly after listening to a song. That would be a huge sales bump because it's all about what happens whenever you go through the ease of use. People don't go to, uh, let's say, MSN search on Internet Explorer. They don't go there to do searches, they go through Google. Because they know Google. 
However, MSN still gets a lot of hits because it is the default search engine for IE. Now, you look at something like, um, let's say you're surfing the internet, so to speak, and there's a website that has an independent search feature, not for their site, but for the internet in general. And let's say you're typing, typing, typing away, and you choose Internet. It's not powered by Google. Let's say it's powered by Yahoo. Obviously, whenever you start typing in that thing, it's going to give you Yahoo search results, not Google search results. And while that may not seem like a big deal, it's kind of the same theory here, in that because that site didn't link to Google, Google's not getting traffic whenever you're searching away. It's going to Yahoo. So it's that initial proprietary ease of use configuration. If Firefox were to suddenly shift the pointer for its default searches, not from the Google searches, but from, I don't know, Mahalo. De Mahalo. Let's say you went through Mahalo instead. And... You're searching, you type into the little address bar a string of characters and you hit enter. And instead of bringing up the I'm feeling lucky first in line Google result, it goes to Mahalo. Well, suddenly Mahalo gets a huge influx of people. Because now that little default search engine that you're used to, oh, I'm just going to click up here and start typing away to find what I want. Boom! takes you to Mahalo instead of Google. First you're like, what's this? I don't know this place. But as you explore, you get used to it, and pretty soon you're completely involved in Mahalo. You no longer go through Google, because when you want to search something, you go to Mahalo now. It's things like that that will really... It's that initial default ease of use deal. The easier it is to get to something because it's the first result means it's obviously going to get more eyes and more traffic. Now, if you don't like that Mahalo search, you could probably go up and say, oh, I'm just going to go to Google. There are people that will do that. Obviously, it happens everywhere. But it's still not the first result. Just the same as having your website being, let's say you search for kittens, and your website happens to be the first one that shows up for kittens. Obviously, every time someone searches for kittens and your website is there, it's going to get eyes and traffic there. If it was buried on the 47th page, it's not going to get much traffic, if any, at all. So, in that sense, yes, Amazon is on the way up. They basically are still climbing. They're already beating out, I think, Real and Walmart, which were big, big music retailers back in the day. Walmart was the number one music retailer for years. Years. And they still are like number one in CD sales because it's Walmart. They're everywhere. But, I mean, you go in searching for a pair of tennis shoes and you walk by the CD section, you're like, oh, I know that album. Let's go buy it. Again, the same idea is 
you put your default product in front of people's eyes whenever it links to something completely unrelated, and inherently some people will stop and pick something up from that. Same idea. If iTunes were to suddenly start selling, let's say, bed sheets, and through the iTunes store, it makes no sense at all, but let's say they sold bed sheets, and they had a thriving bed sheet business, you could, in theory, be searching along for songs. Oh, look at this. This song's related to this. Are you interested in bed sheets? Hmm. What's this about bed sheets? And you have someone that buys a pair of bed sheets. Now, that could be like 1% click through. But if you have 10 million people going through, that's still a good number of people buying bed sheets from a music company. The same is true from Amazon. You're buying music from a book company. It may not seem like, oh, that's not that big of a deal, but it is Amazon. They are a book company. Their proprietary selling is books. While they do sell music and movies and just about everything else under the sun, they're mainly a book retailer. That's how they started. The fact that they now sell just about everything is kind of like Barnes & Noble's opening up their own coffee and little eatery inside their bookstores so that when you go in and you buy your book, you can walk on over and enjoy a nice hot cup of coffee while you enjoy your book. It's that kind of product branding and placement that really works. If Starbucks were to become the own like open up all of their chains and sign Barnes and Nobles, they would have huge, huge increases in sales. Just well, not really, but you get the idea. Because Starbucks is pretty big already, they probably wouldn't notice a few hundred, th a few thousand more people going. But you get the idea. It's just where you put your product is key to where it sells. Putting bed sheets in front of something that sells music doesn't guarantee that you're always going to be selling the exact same number of bed sheets as music, but you will sell some of both. It's that simple. The second story isn't really a story. It's kind of um, something you should probably already be aware of. Lollapalooza is happening. It's actually almost over. By the time you're hearing this, it probably will be over. It was from August 1st to the 3rd, that Friday to today, this Sunday. And for those of you that don't know, Lollapalooza is kind of like the big music gathering place for artists, and it has been for years. Well, it's sites of a lot of political activism. There have been riots there and that whole deal. And I think this year there was Radiohead, Nine Inch Nails, and Rage Against the Machine, and a couple others, but I don't remember exactly. But, yeah, so it's almost over now. It's too late to go, but Lollapalooza was happening, is happening, happened, will be happening for a little while longer, but it is Lollapalooza. It's in Chicago. It's in a huge park. It's a pretty impressive sight for all to behold. There are sites that are currently covering it. 
and I'm sure if you're that interested, you can look into the history of it. I've never been to one, and while I am kind of a decent Radiohead fan, I kind of like some of the Rage Against the Machine stuff, and some of the Nine Inch Nails albums are okay, but I'm not just a huge rock and roll fan in that sense. Like, I won't go to, like, the humongous Woodstock of rock and roll, a.k.a. Lollapalooza. But you get the general gist of that whole deal, though. It's a big, basically, party for people that like music. What more is to be said? Now, this week's featured artist, as I said earlier is Euphemism with Beyond. The album is Beyond, the artist is Euphemism. We'll be playing three songs from the album Beyond, Hard Life, The Call, and The Road. The description for Beyond, as written by Euphemism, Beyond is a metal, Latin, and classical fusion that expresses a variety of emotions. It mostly represents the struggles and, overcome, and overcoming from the time frame that I wrote these songs. I have always enjoyed mixing the power of rock with sweeter, melodic elements to, play, to paint musical pictures. With the exception of two additional vocal parts on Nothing to Hide and The Road, they are entirely self-produced, from playing and recording the tracks one by one to mixing and mastering. Music production is my passion, and I have more albums I want to release in the near future. This particular group has been collecting dust in the shadows, so I decided it was time to get them out and share them with everyone else. A lot of thought and work went into these, in spite of their imperfections, so I hope you enjoy them as much as I have. Now, despite what he says about his album, it is a very good album in terms of being passionate. I mean, you listen to some of the songs and you can feel the effort that went into them. Whereas you listen to a lot of other songs and it feels, oh, this is kind of going on. Someone must have been bored while they wrote this because it's not very good. You get the idea. But these songs, they tend to be very passionate and you can feel the energy that was put into them. Just basically someone sitting there and going, you know what? I really like what I'm doing here. I'm going to keep doing it. And they do. You can feel that in music, especially when people really take passion into it and they really get into what they're doing. And you can also notice when people don't care anymore. Music tends to take a downfall. Whenever they don't want to make the song anymore or they don't want to be writing music, you can feel it. Because music is very much a channel of the emotional state of the person while they were writing it. Notes are very personal choices, and it all makes a huge difference in the long run. But enough of that. Here are the songs. First up, Hard Life.
hide the things that you feel inside And the world is coming in the way you try to hide It opens me up wide to have now I'm running up another hill that never goes down and I cannot reach the end That was Hard Life from the album Beyond by Euphemism. The next song, The Call, is track number six on the album. And here it comes.
ride the tide from time to time I can't help wanting all of the answers I think about you all the time I wonder if you think about me That was The Call, the sixth song on the album Beyond by Euphemism. And the final song, number nine, track number nine, 
the road. Anything here. 
and that was The Road from the album Beyond by Euphemism. Now, I know I said at the beginning I would be going over the creativecommons.org site, but right now I am actually out of time. So, until next time, this was True Free Audio. Tune in next week. Same day, same place.